relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Democracies have become stronger, not weaker. Autocracies grown weaker, not stronger. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. Why are you shouting? It's very strange, Joe Biden. It's the State of the Union. It's not the irascible old people's home collective. That was Tuesday night, just a reminder of the fact that that man is always 30 feet away from something called the nuclear football. How far have we sunken in just the last two years? Well, let's discuss it one-on-one, the deep dive with the real newsmakers, the true experts. We love the long form here in America First, and he's a great supporter of the show. Now we have the luxury of time to drill down. Former cabinet member of the Trump administration, responsible for veterans affairs. But before that, even more important, given the current geopolitical climate, He was responsible for all readiness across U.S. armed forces. He is former Secretary Robert Wilkie. Welcome in studio, Secretary. Good to see you, Doctor. Thank you for having me. Um, I know neither of us are experts in senility or psychiatry, um, but any idea now that we've had uh, two days to analyze this? What what, what did he mean by nobody wants to swap places with Xi Jinping? I uh, I don't know why he would say that. Uh, maybe he wants to, um, and he and he's trying to deny himself. Um, it's just so peculiar. It, it it is peculiar, but it's par for the course. I mean, let's let's talk about that for a minute. Please. This was a speech that obviously was rambling, incoherent. There were all these stumbles, and I think Britt Hume said it. People are watching this, and they're saying, "This man wants four more years." Yeah. Um, it's hard to get your arms around that. But we do know from that speech that his number one priority. He did have one that really, really got the stuck out his for son. me. Is to make the world safe for Taylor Swift concerts. He said he was going to crack down on ticketing agencies like Ticketmaster who put in junk fees for concerts. Yeah, um, and I know that's got the Beijing mandarins uh, quaking. Uh, he didn't spend a lot of time on China, and th- th- let's also talk about what his administration's view is and you'll talk about general milley in a few minutes but milley is is the front for this um can you imagine dwight eisenhower richard nixon ronald reagan saying we are just competitors with the soviet union yeah that uh or or, or kennedy or kennedy um that this is just a normal power uh, same kind of power that uh, you would find going all the way back to Charlemagne and the Holy Roman Empire. Um, these people have no faith in this country. Um, they are appeasers. Um, they are not talking about China as the enemy. They are in Japan talking about China as the enemy. And Taiwan. And Taiwan. They're even talking about it in the Philippines, but not in Washington, D.C., And as long as that is your worldview, you're always going to be on the back foot 
regarding the Chinese. We saw the second great debacle of this administration, the first one being Afghanistan, uh, when this Chinese balloon made its way not only across the Pacific, but across the continent of North America from Alaska through Canada. And now we have the commander of North American Aerospace Defense saying, I didn't see it. Now, he ought to be fired or that whole command just uh, done away with. Uh, and these are the people who track Santa Claus. Yes, now year-round. A year-round. Um, but to see that breach in a system that we know was tried and tested in the 50s and 60s and is stunning. Uh, but don't expect this White House to act on it. Um, and, and they think it's a great victory to allow a balloon, which they still say was following the weather patterns over all of our missile fields, Whiteman Air Force Base, yep. which is where the B-2s are in Missouri. By the way, do you know the, the university with the highest uh, percentage of students from China? It's Central Missouri State University. Now, why that? Yeah, why? I'm sure it's a fine school. It sits next to Knob Noster, Missouri, which is the hometown of Whiteman Air Force Base. Our B-2s and our redundant ICBM commands, in case anything happens to the others, it yes. goes to Whiteman. They're there. No Not, coincidences. No coincidences. And this administration... Uh, fiddles while Rome is burning. I wanted to read a quote. Yeah, let's talk about this quote you brought for us because yeah. the balloon escapade happened deliberately timed for the Secretary of State's visit to right. China and the State of the Union. And you have another uh, commander's uh, intent expression that I think yes. is uh, a contrast. Not someone that conservatives laud normally, Franklin Roosevelt. But a man who was faced with incredible decisions, um, a country that was isolationist, did not want anything to do with Europe, but he at least saw the danger. And it's 1940, and German ships are off Cape Hatteras. And he sent a very simple message to Berlin and to Rome, because the Italians were involved. He said, let this warning be clear. From now on, if any German or Italian vessel of war enters the waters or the prohibitive zones of America, they do so at their own peril. That's FDR. That's FDR. Joe Biden is what me worry. And uh, the Chinese continue their advance. Taiwan continues to be threatened. And um, they view this as an economic Competition, Right. So let's uh, remind everybody what the man who was former chief of staff of the army, who is now the highest ranking military officer in the United States, uh, allegedly we are still the most powerful nation in the world, what he had to say about the nation that has just traversed our airspace with a surveillance vessel. This is Mark Milley in uniform, not just uniform, not just dress uniform, in his combats at a public event not too long ago. Uh, China's not an enemy, uh, and I think that's important for people to clearly understand. Uh, China is a rising power. Uh, China has been a rising power since uh, Deng Xiaoping in 79, and uh, they are going to develop themselves and are developing themselves uh, into a great power. 
That is not to say, however, that they are an enemy. Not an enemy, right. a great power, a nation that can now point to the world. I mean, this is the whole point of using technology that's over 100 years old. They can point to the world. Look, we wasn't a satellite. It wasn't a stealth vehicle at Mach 3. It was a balloon that penetrated our airspace and traversed the whole of the country. They can say to every nation of the world, the Singapore's, the Vietnam's... It's an 18th century technology. Yes, it's Blerio. It's it's Blerio. And say, look, we can do this with impunity. I mean, how powerful a message is that, Secretary? And they've they've admitted that we didn't see it. Yes. They've admitted that we didn't see it. Um, Well, let's talk about about Milley. Um, The notion that the chairman of the Joint Chiefs uh, will repeat these faculty lounge lunacies is indicative of what's happened to the armed forces under Biden. Lowest recruiting numbers in history, history of the all-volunteer force. Um, our, our services are being ripped apart uh, by the social justice warriors from the White House who are actually in charge. Now, why do I say that? Um, the Trump-Reagan two-Bush models is that you put strong people in charge of the cabinet. The White House just gives general direction and lets strong people go. The opposite is true with the, the, the Obama-Biden model. The, the secretaries are just clerks. Right. Front the back. White House runs everything. These departments are overwhelmed by White House staffers who direct every, every mission, every letter. In my old agency, they can't send out a buck letter without a White House sanity check. Everything is political. And with the mindset of the radicals who are in the White House, remember these people believe that America is the problem. They, that is in their bones. Yeah. We are the problem. We are the problem. The West, the, the, the Anglo-American... English-speaking world. Let's use a Churchillian That's phrase. Right. The English-speaking English speaking world. world is the font of all evil. Yeah. And we, we, are the, we, we are the apotheosis of that, therefore, America. That's right. This, we are this, the inheritors. This is the peculiar situation. We have to internalize this, that we are in this unique situation where the elite that has the power hates the nation over which they have the power. And that is a situation that cannot be allowed to stand. We are talking to the former Secretary of Veterans Affairs in the Trump administration. He is Newsmax's senior strategist and also senior fellow with the America First Policy Institute. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Never, ever miss any of our one-on-ones. Make sure you are subscribed. Go to your favorite podcast platform. Go to Spotify. Go to Apple Podcasts. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. It's absolutely free. Leave us a five-star review and share the links with your friends. Chinese leaders say we're the enemy. All right. uh, yes, we'll do that. Uh, come in with the, um, the Biden cut on uh, Afghanistan, please. We completed one of the biggest airlifts in history with more than 120,000 people evacuated to safety. That number is more than double what most experts thought were possible. No nation, no nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. The only the United States had the capacity and the will and ability to do it, and we did it today. The extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill, bravely, and selfless courage of the United States military and our diplomats. 
That was, of course, after our withdrawal, our surrender of Afghanistan with the only strategic airfield in Central Asia that we had access to, called a mission success by the commander-in-chief right after that action. I feel, uh, Secretary Wilkie, whether it's Mark Milley saying enemies, uh, China's not our enemy, uh, telling his equivalent in the PLA, don't worry if President Trump wants to attack you, I'll give you a heads up. Or whether it's Biden saying the Afghan surrender with 13 of our warfighters dead is a success. I feel like we're living in a bizarro world, as if there's real life, there's Putin in Ukraine, there's China with its balloons, there's 13 servicemen and women dead in Afghanistan, and then there's this alternate reality. Yeah, it's a, and, and the, the ahistoricism yes. of these people. Um, first of all, it's not the largest evacuation. Uh, the largest evacuation was done from the beaches of Dunkirk. Uh, three times as many people evacuated. Um, on small little private boats. On little boats yep. and destroyers. Um, and the courage of the Royal Navy and the British merchants. So it was success so much that Churchill immediately said, wars are not won by evacuations, even though he managed to save the British Expeditionary Force and two divisions of French soldiers. He didn't hide it. He didn't hide it. Um, What Biden did was the greatest military, performed the greatest military disaster since the surrender of the Philippines. Um, And then even the evacuation from Vietnam. That was not a moment of pride for the United States. Even though we had stepped away from combat operations for about two years, to see the American embassy flooded with desperate people clinging to the skids of helicopters to get away from communists, and then to see this, someone who has always... Biden, and I've seen him in my my military life, and also in my, my days in the Senate, he always believes he's the smartest person in the room. Which is, which is quite remarkable. Which is just, it's cloud cuckoo. I mean, given what Democrats have said about him, including right. Obama, Robert Gates, Absolutely. the fact that he still believes it. Yeah. And for him to call an evacuation a triumph, when the United States was humiliated in front of the world, um, they did everything wrong. Um, you know, you, you do these things, you collapse the pocket by leaving. Uh, a force to protect those you're evacuating. Well, they got rid of that. And the result, well, young Americans died. The Chinese have played upon this. Putin used it. We've got this. Well, that was the signal for Ukraine. That's exactly right. And, you know, Putin had a flashback. Oh, well, the last time Biden, Blinken, and Sullivan were in charge, I gobbled up the eastern part of Ukraine. We'll talk about your latest piece this morning. And... America laid low. And I think you really have to go back to my childhood um, when the hostages were taken. And I can remember, I was at Fort Bragg. I was a junior high student, high school student. And I was at a junior varsity football game, and I was sitting behind some of my teachers. And I remember two of them saying, after the hostages were taken, and it struck me even then, Anybody who wants us can have us. Really? And, and this, is a, this is Fort Bragg. This yeah. is the most decorated. The Brotherhood. These are the, 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 
the, the All-Americans of the 82nd, my father's unit, the Special Forces. And I remember those teachers saying that. And I'm reminded of it every time we see Mr. Biden at work. Um, those were dark times. Um, the outcome of the, the outgrowth of that was the Rus- Soviet invasion of Afghanistan because they knew Carter was weak. Yeah. Um, what we see here is the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, we see the Iranians raising their head and we see the Chinese flying balloons over our territory. And by the way, if anyone wants to know, I spent the first two years of of the of the uh, Trump administration at the Pentagon. I never heard about any balloon coming. Oh, we we had confirmation from my colleague, the head of strategy and plans in the NSC. Um, you will be with him, I believe, on my show on Newsmax this weekend, uh, Brigadier General Rob Spaulding, who said. We, if it occurred under our tenure, we were never told, which again goes back to either Mark Milley or General Mattis knowing of it, neither elected to any position, meant to be working for the incumbent commander-in-chief who did not fall, inform the commander-in-chief. If uh, anybody questions the existence of a deep state, there is one of the preeminent pieces of evidence. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Don't forget, uh, Newsmax is under assault. We uh, both appear on there regularly. I have a show every Sunday night. It is proof positive that the conservative voices are being censored. That's direct TV. That is the cable carriers who know which TV channel to attack, and it is absolutely wrong. There is a website, IWantNewsmax.com. Check it out. We must stand up for the First Amendment. I wantnewsmax.com. Let's go back to the real world. Sadly, there are over 11,000 people dead in Turkey and Syria as a result of that uh, seven-scale Richter earthquake. We have decided to come together with Food for the Poor and provide aid to those who are suffering today and trying to rebuild their lives. You can go to my website, Help Turkey, Help the Syrians who are suffering right now. It's the red tab at the top of sebgorka.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A asebgorka.com. Horrific images still coming out of Anatolia, out of Syria as well. Or you can simply text Gorka to the number 91999. That's my name, G-O-R-K-A, 
to the number 91999. Please help as much as you can. They need our assistance today. If you enjoy our show, if you're America First, then you must show that you are America First. How do you do that? Check out all the America First gear at our website, sebgorkastore.com. Sadly, the most popular item to date is the T-shirt, the FBI T-shirt we have released jointly with Chris Plant. But this stands for Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. We literally can't print them fast enough because you want to send a message to the deep state. Our latest product is the Elon Musk T-shirt and mug regarding hashtag Twitter files, the amazing things we are finding out about the suppression of conservative voices online. Pay attention, Elon's telling you, and you asked for it. We designed it. Yes, you called in and asked for a America First challenge coin made in America with President Trump's profile, our symbol, our logo, and my catchphrase, stay frosty. So much more available on the website, including all of my books, Defeating Jihad, Why We Fight in the War for America's Soul. Check it out today. Spoil yourself. SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorkaStore.com. It's America first, and it's made in America. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented the MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest and coolest pillow you'll ever own for my exclusive listeners that my pillow 2.0 has a buy one get one free offer with promo code gorka my pillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100 made in the usa and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee just go to mypillow.com click on the radio list of square for the buy one get one free offer enter promo code gorka or call 800-829-8468 that's code g-o-r-k-a goat today. Would you just spend a little bit of time, Secretary, on, on who this person, Robert Wilkie, is? Because you have an unusual background. Not many people can say they've served in multiple services of the armed forces. And then uh, explain what you did. I mean, being a member of a cabinet is, of course, <laughs> you know, the, the, the height of a career. But your job in the Pentagon was right. perhaps one of the most important when it comes to national security outside of the Oval. So, Will you share a few words sure. about your career path? I think well, we're at the same vintage. When, when were you born? 62. Oh, I'm a little bit younger than you. You are but you, but you wear it well. Yeah, thank you. You wear it well. Um, <laughs> and the, who your dad was. Well, the most formative part of my life was growing up as the son of a combat soldier. Um, my father, uh, highly decorated artillery officer, uh, seriously wounded in the invasion of Cambodia. Uh, I often said in my speeches at VA that, you know, as a youngster when I was in school, when a child was called to the principal's office, there was always a chance that there was bad news from Southeast Asia. And I saw the green sedans come up with the triangulated flags. Um, my, My family has a long history of military service. Mine, compared to my ancestors, is incredibly modest. Uh, reserve officer. Uh, I, I always said I'd need... But in multiple services. Yes, in the Navy and the Air Force. Um, so the only thing my family has never touched is the Marine Corps. 
Um, they don't like the taste of crayons? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love my they like, we, they we have like, a sense of humor. We like our comforts. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, I, I always I stayed in the reserves through my service with Secretary Rumsfeld um, and Gates and then later with Mattis um, and in the cabinet because it keeps me grounded. Uh, I get to talk to troops. I get to see what's going on. Uh, I was a senior director of the National Security Council under Dr. Rice and Steve Hadley, assistant secretary for Don Rumsfeld. Um, and um, and what did you do in the Pentagon for President Trump? For Trump, I, for President Trump, I was the undersecretary of defense for personnel and readiness. That's uh, which that means you have to make sure that we are ready to go. We to are war. ready to go. Uh, I did everything from make sure we making sure we had ammunition and that we had ships ready to be built to chairing the close combat lethality task force, which is an interesting job for an Air Force officer. <laughs> but how do we make our troops more survivable? All of that is gone with this administration. Um, and what we see is the politicization of the senior officer corps. Uh, it really began in steamroll in 2020. But, uh, but I saw it back under the Obama years. When, when yeah. I was in the DOD, um, I, I felt very at home with anybody under the rank of 05. Right. As soon as somebody saw the potential for, for a star, that even at NDU, where I, where I served, where, where, where you go, it's the capstone, it's where you get you know, right. prepped to become a flag officer, a general. I saw this politicization, but, but you know, from the officers themselves wanting to become yes-men, right. and it disturbed me. Um, there is now an ethic in the armed services. Go along to get along. Yes. People are afraid to speak. They're afraid to take chances. Uh, let me give you a contrast as what happens when people take chances and they are recognized for taking those chances. There was a young lieutenant who was commanding a minesweeper. And he was running his crew through every conceivable type of combat scenario, and he hit a sandbar. Well, in most cases in the Navy, if you hit a sandbar, you're gone. Well, somebody in the Navy chain said, no, this officer needs to be protected. His name was Chester Nimitz. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If they had followed, the, what, if that had been today... He'd have been gone. Right. Risk and, aversion. Uh, risk, of, risk aversion. Right. Uh, that, that is now the ethic. And, and, and then lectures on pronouns. Yeah, and lectures on pronouns. And then you go to the, the academies. They've dumbed down their standards. They are, they are hemorrhaging applicants. You, you don't have to take a course in military history at West Point. But you are learning critical race theory. And... Um, it is something that needs to be purged, and it needs to be purged in one swoop. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you how we do that, because it can be done. President Reagan did it. Uh, President Trump did it under your uh, tenure as well. I have a question specifically on what can be done in the next uh, Trump administration. We're talking to the senior strategist for Newsmax, also senior fellow with the America First Policy Institute, former Secretary of Veterans Affairs in the Trump administration. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First one-on-one. -on -one. If you have one of these devices... 
if you have a cell phone, please, please do not be making money for those who hate America. The big cell phone companies are woke. There's one Christian conservative cell phone company. It is Patriot Mobile. Right now, they have a performance guarantee. They have a 4 and 5G arrangements with the three major networks. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. How's that for an offer? Don't make money for those who don't share your values. Make the switch today. It's super easy. You can actually keep your old number. Use my name for free activation, extra discounts for veterans and first responders. Their customer support team is 100% U.S.-based, and they are superlative. Make the switch today. Call 972-PATRIOT or just go to patriotmobile.com slash gorka. Don't fund people who give millions of dollars to organizations like Planned Parenthood with every call you make and every text you send. Switch today, patriotmobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A, or just call 972-PATRIOT. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Something we have to talk about in terms of commander's intent. Here's a little reminder of of what President Trump said that night at Mar-a-Lago at his residence. China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea were in check and respected. They respected the United States, and quite honestly, they respected me. I knew them well. I knew them well. The vicious ISIS caliphate which no president was able to conquer, was decimated by me and our great warriors in less than three weeks, and al-Baghdadi, its founder, was hunted down and killed. North Korea had not launched... North Korea had not launched a single long-range missile since my summit with Chairman Kim Jong-un nearly three years before we developed a relationship And that's a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Very good thing, actually, because look at what's happening today. My opponents made me out to be a warmonger. They did, and uh, there were no new wars, unlike what we've witnessed in the last two years. There was a senator from Illinois who said elections have consequences. Um, It's truly remarkable. We, we, We tend to forget this, but just... The changing of the leadership at the top can have tectonic geopolitical consequences. If we look at what happened in Georgia, in Crimea under Obama, what happened in Ukraine under Biden, in Afghanistan, and then we have the interstitial of the four years of President Trump, 
That's because of an election, Secretary right. Wilkie. And we need that election sooner than, uh, than we know. Um, let, let's talk about your, your observation about how you clean the stables. It's been done twice dramatically in our history. The first time was in the 1930s with the accession of George Marshall. Yes. And he kept a sheet. And he cleaned out the old, tired, risk-averse generals who had grown up in peacetime. And he plucked people like Dwight Eisenhower, who was a lieutenant colonel, and made him a brigadier. He took George Patton from the command at Fort Myer and handed him the 2nd Armored Division. He was commanding a regiment at Fort Myer. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's commanding the 2nd Armored Division. And Bradley, who had been an instructor at Fort Benning, these people were moved to the top of the food chain. Ronald Reagan sent shockwaves uh, through the department. He put in charge Caspar Weinberger, a veteran of World War II who had seen combat at its rawest. He was given a check, but more importantly, he was given the authority to clean house. And the appeasers and the dead-enders were moved out. Programs were put in train to overwhelm the Soviet Union. So you have a combination of those two. You have the dynamic leadership of someone like a Weinberger and then the military foresight of a General Marshall to come together. Let me add one thing, and and I'd like you as the practitioner who had to be responsible for readiness. There's a a regular guest on this show and and guest host who's a former Green Beret, um, and also there's, of course, Colonel Kurt Schlichter. And, And Colonel Schlichter says... The biggest change comes when you change what it is you're measuring. If the commander is measuring wokeness, right. then the subordinates will promote wokeness. Yeah. If the commander wants to measure combat effectiveness, is it really that simple? It you're you're that the man simple. who's let responsible. Me, let me give you an example. Yeah. So one of the first things that this administration did, let's go, let's go to Fort Bragg, place you and I are very familiar with. Yeah. You have the 82nd Airborne Division, and then you have the U.S. Army Special Operations Command and a Special Forces Group. One of the first things they did was to tell battalion commanders they are no longer authorized to conduct training regiments that meet the requirements that they believe their troops need to meet in order to survive combat. It means you have to go to the lowest common denominator which in this army is 10 sit-ups, 10 push-ups, and I think you walk a mile under Biden. Um, So that tells you what the priorities are. And I can see the first day of a Trump administration. The directive comes from the White House that every diversity, equity, and inclusion instructor and contractor is terminated. That every course force-fed to our troops about climate change is done away with. A couple of heads in the Joint Chiefs role, which sends a shiver down the chain. And then you get someone in who starts looking, not at the top layer, but looking at those combat-hardened officers who are younger, 
Well, this is my question. Do we have enough Bradleys, Pattons, Eisenhowers? Uh, yeah. and are, people, are they on the radar screen of people who can choose them? They, they can be if you're looking for them. Okay. This crowd is not looking for right. them. Right. And I always fall back on what Bismarck said, that God does only a few things. He protects fools, fools. he protects drunkards, <laughs> and he protects the United States of America. And, but it needs to be dramatic. Yeah. It needs to be immediate. And the other thing, um, the president has to go to the Congress and say, under Ronald Reagan, we spent 9% of our GDP on defense. Under Joe Biden, we're below 3 and headed to 25 Right. This nation needs an infusion of money and technical wizardry to confront this danger. We can do it. We've done it in the past. The graveyards are full of people who've underestimated America. The difference, though, and you talk about it every day, is that now we have people in charge who don't believe this nation is the greatest hope on the planet. It is one of the most perverse things. I, I can't imagine doing it myself to run for and to win office to control something I hate. I, I just, I can't get my head around it. It's just a level of perversion that, that beggars my mind. We're talking to a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show, a great, great patriot. He's former Secretary of Veterans Affairs, senior strategist for Newsmax, senior fellow at the America First Policy Institute, Robert Wilkie. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First coming to you from just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous swamp that is Washington, D.C. from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating half a million Americans right now, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Alicia from California. This is Alicia's story. I'm a grocery store worker and was working doubles during the coronavirus shutdown. At 52 years old, my two bad knees did not get a rest. I literally limped to and from bed. Two days into Relief Factor and the pain decreased substantially. So thankful for this amazing product. Whatever it is, your back, your knees... If you've tried everything else and failed to find relief, you owe it to yourself. Call today, order the three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. Eight hundred five hundred eighty-three eighty-four. Relieffactor.com. What have you got to lose? Well, except for the pain, nothing. Eight hundred five hundred eighty-three eighty-four. Relief Relieffactor.com. But when it comes to doing a bit of homework, when it comes to understanding the things that we enjoy to talk about, um, geopolitics, grand strategy, you've got to read Victor Davis Hanson, read my friend's latest piece today in the uh, Washington Times on the uh, the quote-unquote experts who are in charge. Read some Clausewitz, read some Sun Tzu. But what else would you say if, if people have a hankering to understand what we're not doing right as a nation, who should they be reading well, and listening to? I, I'm very much a believer that God has shown on the Anglo-American imperium. And, and we have been able to produce great people at, at all times in our history when the call was made. For the, for the British, it, it has to be the history of the English-speaking peoples. By Churchill. By right. Churchill. Um, for, for Americans to understand the ordinary, the extraordinary lives of ordinary people 
who changed the world. I focus on Mr. Lincoln and Harry Truman um, and George Marshall. I think those, uh, there's, a, there's a great biography of George Marshall that came out three years ago called The Defender of the Republic. Uh, Frank, uh, Jeffrey Frank just wrote one on the, extra, the, the extraordinary life of an ordinary American, Harry Truman. Uh, David Reynolds, Abraham Lincoln and His Times, which is more than a biography of Lincoln. It tells you about what was going on in America at the time and the pressures that this man went through, and how he changed the military. He changed the military from a frontier, lackadaisical force of 7,000 into the most powerful military on the planet in several years. But how he weeded out the weak. Um, That's good, and... uh, What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. I just finished one, of all people, from Robert Kagan. Oh, really? He's not a friend of Mr. Trump. No. But it's called The Ghost at the Feast. How America Isolated Itself from 1919 to 1941. How Wilson failed us with his arrogance. How FDR was confronted with an isolationist country and tried to move the needle. But in the end, again, the resilience of the nation comes forth in this, that the people who have challenged us, and this is where we have hope. All right. We we have some names. You have your homework. You have been warned. We will be asking questions next time. Truman, Marshall, Lincoln, Churchill. And of course, don't forget, Churchill was half American. People forget that. (laughs) But Americans forget it. We have been having far too much time with our special guest, former secretary in the uh, Trump uh, cabinet, Robert Wilkie. This has been America First one-on-one. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head on the swivel, watch your six, hold the line, never give up, never give in, and stay frosty. forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. 
what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you. And the people... is America First with Sebastian Gorka. Let's just talk about Joe Biden. Wasn't he great last night? And he was his authentic self. You know, he did talk about our accomplishments, 12 million jobs. And actually, 12 million jobs, the work of the private sector as well. Mm-hmm. But oh, a, a presidency that enabled that to happen. Uh, 12 million jobs, uh, issues that relate to science and chips and how we go right. into the future. I thought it was, uh, you know, if if they put the objective, they would have to say, this is a good... She's blathering. Uh, greetings, friends. She's, she's on fake news media with a big congressional brooch or I don't know what it is, but on the top of it, it has two flags. It doesn't have America and California, which she's a representative for. Nancy Pelosi has two flags on a massive brooch, America and Ukraine. And she's, what is she babbling about? Allowing people to go back to work after you've shut down the country is not creating jobs, Pelosi. It's allowing people to go back to the jobs they shouldn't have been banned from going to in the first place this is america first in the salem news channel let's talk about ukraine a little bit we have an amazing show for you today my colleague my rabbi yeah i know i'm catholic dennis breaker will be with us later this hour julie hartman his new protege an amazing young lady robert wilkie former member of the trump administration at the cabinet level will be with us for the one-on-one and then my white house colleague the baron boris epstein will be in the studio to tell us what's going on in mar-a-lago and the president's plans for 2023 but first the topic of the day is a Substack story you know what Substack is well, I can't even see my team. Eric, uh, is anybody out there? My camera isn't on. Can I? Are you out there? We are here, as always. We've got your six, Dr. G. I'm worried. I'll never know if I can't see you guys. Um, what do you think of Substack, this new platform that can't be censored, where individuals go on and have their own page? It's like this aggregator of lots of different websites. Do you think it's, it's, it's still the hot thing? I think it's a great thing. I think it is very much for the written word what Twitter spaces have been for, you know, the audiovisual content that obviously they've proven very valuable since Elon took over. And Substack was very much kind of the same thing. Yeah, you can read these great essays that may not ever be published in the New York Times or the Washington Compost, but they're just they're far more valuable than anything you'll read in the MSM. Right. I, I, I do think I do. Th- I mean, an argument with my wife concerning this she's not convinced but i do think is that this is this is the future this kind of censorship free platform where you can get long form articles directly from the person who wrote them there's no intermediary there's no editorial board there's nobody censoring it anyway i have a substack you can follow me there it's my name one word sebastiangorka.substack.com um but let's talk about a story that has been published yesterday that is blowing up the internet from a very old 
fake news journalist called Seymour Hirsch. And many on the right have jumped on this story because according to Seymour Hirsch, who wrote about the My Lai massacre and Abu Ghraib, Biden blew up Nord Stream. Yeah. The Biden administration used U.S. forces to pre-position three months before the explosion a remote control explosive device on the underwater part of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline and then detonated it. Now, um, some of my colleagues' response to this article has been disturbing. Why? Because they tie Seymour Hersh's piece to some circumstantial statements made by Biden, made by the Department of State and others. And they say, see, we told you so. It's the deep state. Now, I'm not going to say it's absolutely incorrect and false, and I have the receipts to prove it. But let's start with a one-on-one on any story. Not just one that's titillatingly sensationalist, that purports to demonstrate a very serious geopolitical decision being made by a current incumbent of the White House. But any story, any story, what's the first question you must ask? It's very easy. There there is a set of rules. The first question you must ask is what is the quality of the source? Where did the story come from? Can it be verified? And what is the track record of the person who has given us the story? Now, who is Seymour Myron Cy Hirsch, born 1937? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Seymour Cy Hirsch is the person who probably most came to fame because of his reporting of the My Lai Massacre. A story which today isn't quite the way he portrayed it, of U.S. troops in Vietnam wantonly killing women and children. He's also known for writing about Camelot, the darker side of Camelot, and making various accusations against JFK about his brother and others. Likewise, almost exclusively based upon anonymous sources. Seymour Hirsch must be judged by the people he keeps company with. And the fact that the left says the following things about him. This is a response to one of his stories questioning the death of Osama bin Laden saying, oh, it's not as the Obama administration reported. It it didn't even happen in Pakistan. It's all made up. The Politico, hardly a conservative media outlet, in fact, their left-wing scum, described Hirsch's story about the death of Osama bin Laden thusly. It is, quote, a messy omelette of a piece that offers little of substance for readers or journalists who may want to verify its claims. Every single time there is a pattern for Seymour Hirsch, and it is 
that he uses unnamed stories. In one story alone, the same unknown anonymous source is quoted 50 times. Before you go any further with this, Biden blew up the Nord Stream. Here's a quote that tells you who Seymour Hersh is. In a speech he gave, he said the following about Abu Ghraib and our troops. Quote, Basically, what happened is that those women who were arrested with young boys, with children, in cases that have been recorded, the boys were sodomized with the cameras rolling. And the worst above all of them is the soundtrack of the boys shrieking that your government has. They're in total terror that the audio will be released. When he was challenged to back that up, Seymour Hirsch that U.S. troops were sodomizing young boys in Afghanistan, he said to the New York magazine, I didn't actually quite say what I wanted to say correctly. It wasn't that inaccurate, but it was misstated. And the next thing I know, it was all over the blogs. I didn't quite say what I meant to say. American troops raping young boys did happen or didn't happen. And conservatives are taking the word of a man who said that the coward in the White House who's afraid of the Taliban blew up Putin's pipeline. If you believe that, I got a bridge to sell you in Connecticut. This is America First. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.